to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy, probably. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries. As always, joining me is my good friend and partner in crime, Rob Langevin. Rob, uh, the main takeaway from today's matches was, oh man, do we hate Southampton a whole lot? Yeah, they are fantasy uh, abyss Garbage. is what they are. They are the they are the Middlesbrough of this past week is what just happened. Uh, <laughs> Middlesbrough of week thirty four is the Southampton of week thirty seven. But at least they gave you um, one clean sheet in the first game. But offensively, they are just a poo fest. Uh, no, no, <laughs> zero goals in three games now yep. for for the Saints. Uh, I, I I think it's fourteen shots on goal in those three games. That is not conducive for the official game usefulness at all yeah you so, know uh, my you know my sneaky james ward prowse play yeah awful three points <laughs> the same as hazard in one match yeah the, my sneaky good play last week did well so was it sanchez <laughs> no it was uh all brighton oh yeah not a bad shot so, yeah oh. lovely assist and as we mentioned at the time one of the best crossers of the ball in the premier league so when he's playing yeah there is definitely value there i fortunately lucked out on this week uh i did use my triple captain on sanchez which could have gone 30, worse, could have gone better. 36? What did you get, 30-something? 42 with bonus. 42, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it was triple three. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Uh, and my horrible daily blint call led to me getting Stevens in, who kept yeah. the one clean sheet, got me the bonuses, and then also the two minutes this week, so he got me eight. But uh, my bench, man, uh, <laughs> coming into today, my bench was Caballero with six, King with five, and Stevens with eight, all of whom would have been my second highest score heading into the yeah, end of the week. Yeah, it it's was rough. a it was a bad week. The average points were forty six this week, ended up on seventy five. Um, I, I assume your Aguero play went better than this, yeah, on the triple captain. Uh, no, my Aguero. He only I think he only netted one goal in that well, double. So week. It was double week. The double twenty seven. Um, he only got, but he only got twenty seven points. So it, I don't think it was oh, even. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't anything to write home about. Whatever he scored in week twenty seven is what it was. But I don't yeah. think it was as much as as for as as Sanchez just scored. Dang. Uh, Fair enough. But but yeah, I, I'm in the sim. I was in a similar boat with you. I made a, a gut call on an Arsenal defender, and he never even played. But it doesn't matter. I got I got uh, Maya Yoshida in as his replacement. So same I, thing. Yeah. It, it, it even it evened out, you know. Yeah. It doesn't. But week thirty six is in the past. Southampton and Arsenal are now off the double game slate for thirty six. Now they're back on the slate for thirty seven, <laughs> which is which is what we are here to talk about. This is the is this the Mount Everest of the official game season? The the final two games. Oh, this is the, the climax. One, Next week is yeah. going to be dog trash, but this week is going to be insane. As we just mentioned on our DFS show, starting this Friday. There is not a day without Premier League matches until next Friday. That's that's awesome. And then all the games are on Saturday at Wait, 10 a.m. At, at shouldn't they be on Sunday? The following, whatever day they are. You know what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure they're on Sundays. Yeah, Sunday, May 21st is the last day. Yeah. You know what I meant. <laughs> Everybody at home knows what I meant. Yeah. But uh, remember, last year, both of us were counting on that last week. And this, yeah. this year, I think we've both learned <laughs> to, yeah. to, to not do that. I mean, um, I'll still have I'll have my all out attack chip. Yeah, so. I don't think I'm going to use it this year. Well, you might as well use it. I mean, what's the difference? Because I have better defenders than other positions. Okay. 
That's your prerogative, Kevin. Well, we'll we can get into that next week. Why, if, if why you think it is better? So tune in next week as Kevin decides if AOA. I'm just, I'm just is saying worth that it. over the last two seasons, and I don't think you disagree because it was your point last season. Over the last two seasons, defenders have been more consistent, just yeah, across absolutely. the board. Once absolutely. once you figure out who the good defenses are, which usually takes about ten weeks or so, <laughs> they just tend to get you more points than yeah. Well, consistently at least, but yeah. Finding a good defender is like buying Wonder Bread. You know, trying to find and hit on uh, a midfielder or a forward that hits hits on a week is like buying like multigrain. Like <laughs> bread. I was gonna say it's like um, I don't know if your grocery store has this, but you know the um, meat that's like a day from expiring. Oh you yeah, can buy like steaks for, and stuff. Buy one, <laughs> feels, get one. It feels one, like that. One. You're you're really gambling because the upside is a super delicious steak that you got for crazy cheap, and the downside is they misjudged it by a day and it's already garbage. But and you maybe and you maybe have salmonella. Or oh yeah, botulism. there might be worms crawling out of you. But <laughs> enough about that, um, Rob. I want to lead in with price changes because there's a lot of uh, permutations that have taken place uh, yes. regarding how people should address this week. I personally am all re- automatically going to take a minus four considering a minus eight. Cause you know, if a, if a player's playing twice versus a player that's only playing once, you're basically only paying minus two because yep, of their minutes absolutely. played. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I think it, it'd be more interesting if we start with price changes and then take that information and apply it to the rest of the things throughout the show. That, that's that's a brilliant deduction, Kevin. And I was going to say that that you know it doesn't make, it, with a double game week. You're only be, if you're bringing in a player that's not on a double game week. Um, go to the shed, grab a hammer, smack yourself in the face with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the price changes have already come off because this this week was you know striated out since since Friday of last week, and it just ended uh, as we were recording this. It's just post uh, Arsenal match. So um, the the price changes have have been in flux, and there's going to be more, and it's going to be affecting the, the the way people bring in transfers and how much money they're going to have, because it's going to be a penny pinching type of thing, because they're going to try to maximize every ounce of fantasy potential that they can out of their dollar. Um, so we'll jump right into the price ups. I'll start on defense. Uh, Gary Cahill, Robert Huth, Vincent Company, Phil Jagielka, uh, Cedric, and Jan Vertagen are the defensemen that have gone up so far. Um, Three of the four are the cheapest entry basically into their team's double game week. Robert Huth, uh, Cedric, and Vertonghen are probably, besides Ben Davis, obviously, but Jan Vertonghen is like the cheapest, most reliable, you know, stapled, nailed-on, reliable Spurs defender. To me, that's just my opinion. Uh, Cedric, uh, you don't – it doesn't make sense to me. Um, His price is Uh, 4.9. That transfer in doesn't make any sense to me. Does it to you, Kevin? If you have if you have Yoshida and 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 Jack Stevens there mm. sitting there in front of you at their at their current prices of four dot two, and I, I think my Yoshida is four dot four. Yeah. It, it, does that make any sense that people are buying into the Cedric wagon right now after what we've seen from Southampton after this double game week? <laughs> uh, it does not. And also, <laughs> there's no way he plays two consecutive matches or what ends up being three in seven days. No, absolutely not. Yeah, this is one big thing I want to remind everybody at home. Uh, unfortunately, with the official game, you know, rosters lock before we get a, a good idea of who's going to play and who's going to sit. So, you know, it, it kind of rotation is going to be a problem for a couple of these teams. Uh, so I think Arsenal and Southampton are, are both two key components of those. Um, but but everybody just make heady decisions. You know, don't don't go last minute, but don't go way too early. Stay somewhere in the middle, and you you should be fine. Uh, 
Also on the ups, we'll go through the midfield. Alexis Sanchez, Mesut Oldsul, Ed Nazard, and a strange one. Amre Chan has gone up. That that one to me, it's, it's, I know I understand it's why people are doing kick. it. 100%. It's, it's the bicycle kick and his price tag. It's basically what it is. They're, they're yeah. trying to get a, a player who has fantasy ability for a, a, you know, a four-dot whatever, five-dot whatever, so they can get the stars into their lineup. I, I get it. It makes complete sense. I wouldn't go that way, but he only has one game. You know, take Mark Albrighton for four dot nine. You know that that'd be the best way to go. Uh, on the forwards, uh, Ashley Barnes has gone up. Costa and Hayes, uh, Jesus have gone up. They're probably the most obvious two in this whole write up. And then a strange one is Gabby Dini has gone up. Uh, no goals in five games. No goals for Southampton in three. Um, Kevin, talk me off the ledge for not wanting to shoot everyone who's bringing in <laughs> Gabby Dini currently. A weird combination of different suicide. Uh variations <laughs> yeah pull you yeah. off the ledge from shooting someone um <laughs> gaviadini had many shots today he is involved he's the person stretching the defense but he just does not he just can't put anything on target and i, I think that was the difference right after the chelsea match where i, I was starting to buy in was mm-hmm. because he was heavily involved and you're like what are you seeing in this and i, I think i finally kind of come to your point where <clears throat> he doesn't do anything it's very adama triori-esque he keeps yeah. getting in dangerous positions, and it looks like he's going to do something, but then he doesn't, um, <laughs> which is obviously a huge problem. I mean, I already mentioned Ward Prowse was a massive frustration for Southampton. I mean, n- no goals in three should basically tell you all you need to know. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just very, very disappointed with all of them, especially Gabby Dini. And the fact that people saw these recent performances and were like, let me get some of that is baffling to me. Yeah, it's absolutely bat- batty. Drives me batty. And then uh, also on the expected to go up tonight because since you know people are speculating, if you need to make a move today, or if, actually if you're hearing this, it's already too late. But going to go up is De Bruyne, uh, Ryan Bertrand, Albrighton, Pedro, Kashelny, uh, Anichibi, uh, Monreal, Caballero, and surprisingly another Southampton defender. People are just buying too much into the Saints with their two upcoming fixtures, Nathan Redmond. Uh, I, I don't get it. Um, so, but those are the ups for now. Uh, there'll probably be another another round of them tomorrow. That'll probably it'll tell where the transfer you know trends are are heading. Um, so those are the ups. We'll go into the downs. There's a lot of downs because people are shifting off people who don't have a double game week. But there are some bizarre ones that I pulled out. Uh, Marcus Rashford has gone down. They do have two fixtures. Uh, I worry. I worry that United just doesn't have enough uh, offensive potential going forward to to make Rashford and his price tag in the sixes be noteworthy. Uh, Romelu Lukaku. It's pretty weird that the uh, the leading goal scorer in the Premier is going down because he doesn't have a double. Don't be stupid. Uh, Divac Ariti's <laughs> gone down. Liverpool is just blah, and they don't have a double. And same thing with Roberto Firmino. No double. You shouldn't be owning anybody that had, doesn't have a double unless you're stuck there and you used all your chips to try to make up something in your mini league. Uh, Mictarian, same thing as Rashford. I don't trust United to do anything more than put one goal in, and that's even – by any stretch of the imagination, probably a, a win-win for, for Jose Mourinho. Uh, David Luiz has gone down, which is a surprise because I think this is just a shifting off uh, a one Chelsea defender to maybe get another Chelsea defender in. I, I don't see any other reason why he wouldn't be included unless people are worried about him maybe sitting one of the two games, which is definitely a possibility because Chelsea can clinch if they win the first game. So kudos to them. Valencia, injury, no playing time. Uh, United again. I think people are sailing on the, the, the United fantasy wagon for for now or probably for the rest of the year. 
And then another one, uh, West Brom do double, um, but Chris Brunt has gone down. But So I think it's just by attrition of fixtures for, for Chris Brunt. I know he has some ability for fantasy, and his price tag is, is middle of the road. But you know West Brom does not have anything that remotely looks like a good fixture this week. Mm. With, with, with They have Chelsea and, and City, I believe. Yeah. So it's that's awful. Uh, awful timing to be a West Brom fan or a Baggies fan, but it's Tony Pulis' system. They got the 40 points, and now they they hit cruise control, and they're going r- way down Route 66 to the, the 2018 season. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do have a question for you. Um, Shoot. Because, and we talked about this a little bit previously, just full disclosure, um, there are a couple of single match week strikers that I... I'm considering bringing in just for price dump options. And mm-hmm. I feel like this ties into the Gabby Adini thing. Have we been so frustrated by Gabby Adini that you would rather have a single match player like Rondone with his horrible fixtures with a double or somebody like Sam Vokes with three goals in the last five, somebody a little more expensive like Benteke who has the most shots on target over the last five matches. There are other players with singles that may do more in one match than Gabby Adini does in two. So you're given two pieces of advice. One, only bring in double players. But two, Gabby Adini's awful. So yeah. is he bad enough that you're shifting out a, a player with two matches this week? Or are you just going to try to hold on and make changes only with singles? Well, I'm saying transfer in double players because that's where the value of the play is. Right, but you're, are you saying to transfer out any doubles that have been frustrating? Like a oh, lot of people are shifting off of Hazard, you, who has a double. People are shifting off Gabbiadini now. You, you definitely can. I have this week currently, and I'm probably going to do another one. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're sick of, of a player and, and their form is not you know, conducive for your fantasy lineup, by all means, go ahead. You know, like, you, like you mentioned before, by bringing in a player with a double game week, it's only two points per game. So basically all they have to do is play minutes, and they – you get zero, get net zero points. So yeah. there's always that fantasy potential to do more because you're basically scrapping at zero. So that from that standpoint, sure. Do do I say if you have a lot of tra- if say if you have one transfer this week, you're probably not going to transfer out a double game week guy for another double game week guy. You're probably going to try to transfer anybody out on your roster that has a single week and try to upgrade your roster to a guy that has a double game week. So to answer your question, it, it's kind of multifaceted here. If, if you have multiple transfers at your disposal, sure, you can go from a double game week guy to a better double game week guy in your mind, and that'd be okay. But if you only have one transfer this week uh, and you don't want to take like a minus eight or a minus 12 or you're, cha- or you're chasing a lot of points in your mini league and you want to you know, make up some kind of difference, I, I probably wouldn't do it. I'd probably look somewhere else, take out a single guy, and try to upgrade that way. Um, but if, if it runs into a, fun, you know, a fundage problem – then, then you could probably do it to shift things around. So, I mean, I'm not completely against taking out a double game week guy if he's bad, but it's also depending on your situation with your team, transfer-wise, money situation, what you're chasing. So there, there's a lot of other factors that go into that than saying yes, no. Okay, well, let's get specific then. Uh, were, were you done with uh, price downs? Yeah, I'm Cool, done. all right. Well, let, let's uh, do a little bit of either or then. Would sure. you rather have Gabby Adini or Vokes? Uh, Gabby Adini. Okay. Would you rather have Gabby Adini or Benteke? Uh, who does Palace have? Just the one match, but it's uh, against Hull. Hull. Away oh, Hull, so th- who have the worst away defense in the league. Oh. The problem is, I don't think, I don't, mm. see, I'd put it, it's, it's the, the Gabby Adini and the, the Benteke thing. 
when I do my rankings this week, they're going to be very close. They're probably right next to each other. They're yeah. probably like five and six in the rankings or six and seven. You know, they'll be right next to each other. And I don't, I don't rank Gabby Dini high at all this week. You know, there's probably four or five other strikers that I would definitely want to have. Obviously, they're obvious names. Jesus, Costa, you know, maybe, you know, guys like Vardy, they'd be up there because he does have two fixtures. Maybe Defoe because he has two fixtures. But, yeah, I mean, I God, Palace is going to score in this game because I think Hull is – but the Hull is fighting. Mm. But they I both take are. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I if, think if I Palace take, lose I, this one to Hull, they're only one point ahead of them. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think I would take Benteke there. Okay. Only because I th- I think he scores. Yeah, I also think that he scores in this one. Um, and then lastly, with <laughs> the most awful matchups, but a very tasty price, would you rather have Gabby Adini or Rondon? Because yeah, because Gab- weirdly, I think Rondon is better against better defenses mm-hmm. because they don't feel the need to lock him down individually, mm-hmm. and he's big enough that he can contest with some of the better uh, center backs in the league. But <laughs> Chelsea finally remembered what clean sheets are, and City have as well. Yeah, I, I'm going to say Gabby Dini there because uh, Rondon is playing against two teams that have bo- Chelsea in the first game have something to play for because they want to win the league. In the in the le- and then they then West Brom plays City in the second game of of the week on Tuesday. You know, City is still going to be fighting for a top four spot. So, you know, they they're playing both two teams that have. Uh, opposite things to play for, you know, on opposite doubles. You know, Chelsea has a game that they're going to try to win the league in the first game, and then City is going to try is still going to be fighting for you know position when they play their second game. So yeah, I, I don't like West Brom at all to even score this weekend. Yeah, harsh but probably true. Um, all right, so that that was the beginning of this massive sheet that I have that I've made mm-hmm. of different combinations of three players. Um, that I can fit in for the same price. Currently in my team, well, when I wrote this down, I've now already brought in De Bruyne for Hazard because I didn't want to lose out on that penny. Um, I previously Good. had Gabbiadini, Hazard, and Blint. Obviously, Gabbiadini's been garbage. Uh, Blint isn't starting anymore, uh, and Hazard has been iffy, and I don't think he plays both matches. So <laughs> I will. it will now be a trio, and mm-hmm. we'll just work through them and see who you would rather have because I'm sure a lot of people are in similar situations of... They're trying to do something with their cheap third striker. They're probably trying to do something with one of their best midfielders. And they probably mm-hmm. need to change somebody at least one, maybe two in defense, especially if you're bench boosting. Mm-hmm. I, I bet a lot of people have a lot of singles still left at the back. So, Gabbiadini Hazard Blint doesn't exist anymore because I've already taken out Hazard. But would you rather have Vokes De Bruyne Vertonghen or Benteke Silva Vertonghen? Hmm. What was the first one again? I'm sorry. Vokes and De Bruyne and Vertonghen mm-hmm. or Benteke, Silva and Vertonghen. So De Bruyne or Silva plus Vokes and Benteke. I'd rather have the KDB side. I think KDB is the is one of the most ownable players right now only because of what I, I just the, what I just witnessed. I think Silva is so sneaky, but I, I do agree. <laughs> Would you rather have Benteke, Silva and Vertonghen who will definitely play both or Benteke, mm-hmm. Swan, uh, Silva and Azpilicueta who will probably play both? I'd go with the first one because I, I think Vertonghen plays both games. Yeah, but Aspilicueta has played every match, though. Which, yeah, but but you know what? Um, they're trying to get people 10 games. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea is trying to get people 10 games in the back. Um, so, But even when they move things around, they like move them to right back or left back. Yeah, he, I mean, he could, he's, could, he's probably going to play both fixtures, but... You know, and he with, has with, tasty fixtures, too. What is it, Watford and West Watford Brom? And, 
Yeah, West Brom and Watford. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, yeah. I'm. Oh, that's a tough one, Kevin. It is. That's a that's a tough. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the, with the. You know, it, is is Conte gonna change his lineup just because they won the championship? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I I could see I could see them starting with with it being Chelsea's. I believe it's Chelsea's last home game. Mm. Right. Uh, I thought that was thirty eight. Oh, you're right. All right, so that 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 eliminates the John Terry starting, yeah. which I was just gonna say. But I could I could definitely see somebody, you know, like maybe like an Ake starting and getting getting a run, maybe a Zuma right. getting a run. But so, it could be so at I guess, Cahill's expense. I guess what the question becomes is: Would you rather have Vertonghen against United, or Azpilicueta not playing anyone? Because that's the risk of both, right? Yeah, I'd rather have Vertonghen playing United. Okay. Makes sense with no Ibrahimovic, etc. Yeah, I don't trust United. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so we'll go with the Benteke Silva Vertonghen for there. So we'll stick with that team: Benteke Silva mm-hmm. and Vertonghen, or Gabriel Jesus, Siggy with only one match, or Vertonghen. Oof. I mean, why? Because this this is deciding the second best option for City, right? We've agreed KDB is the best. Yeah. So would you rather have Jesus or Silva, basically? I'd rather have Vincent Company. although although i will say otamendi is a sneaky option this week but we'll we'll get into that well it's between otamendi and company those are the only two staples that i'll probably play the other ones are going to change because because cliche and and i think sonya is actually going to be back now so which is which would make it interesting (laughs) that's why i think because you know company you can't really trust that fitness but that's why i think um Ochimendi yeah, against Leicester and West Brom, both at home. Eh, I'm just listen, saying. But listen, Vincent Company can't stay healthy, but City is a different team with him on the pitch. True, absolutely. They've they've been immense since he has come back into that a team. So, ginormous. But as far as City's second option of attack, we'll leave yeah. out defenders. Would you rather have Jesus or Silva, who was phenomenal last week? Uh, I'd rather have Jesus. Would you rather have? Okay, okay, yeah. So that that already trumps that. Then, um. These are separate because these are going changing two defenders. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have any of those? Uh, would you rather have the pairing of Vertonghen and Holding or Aspilicueta and Holding? You're sticking with Vertonghen because he definitely I'll plays stick with, twice. I'll stick with Vertonghen. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, that was kind of a version of either or, and it should give you like some insight as to how we're viewing a lot of these players. Um, but I, but I have some I have some either ors as okay. well that I oh, yeah, that yeah, I prepared for you because yeah. I don't want to me I don't want me to hog all the knowledge and and fantasy <laughs> usefulness here. Um, but I, I did so I basically did one one defender one midfielder and then one superstar. How's that? Okay. So uh, we'll start on defense. Uh, Rob Holding with fixtures against Stoke and whoever that is I can't read my freaking whatever my writing. So Rob Holding or Jack Stevens. Uh. Holding, but I like Stevens more as a player. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Southampton does have Borough and United, so they do have a an okay fixture, and then maybe a a, a, a question mark fixture. Yeah, but but Arsenal I think with people Stoke are in Sunderland. That's it, Sunderland. I can't read my own writing. Yeah, bad, bad Rob. <laughs> but uh, okay. So, so since we 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 nailed on the point that De Bruyne is the the best option for City from an offensive standpoint, uh, and Jesus is probably second. Mm-hmm. Who's the third? Leroy Sané or Raheem Sterling? Nope. Silva. They're, they're, one okay. of those is getting rotated. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm – just, listen, I have the softest spot for Silva, and seeing him put in the performance he did last week just reignited my insane uh, fire for him. I, 
I don't I don't know which of these is going to play both matches. One of them might, but both of them won't. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, at, he's they're basically a, a whole dollar cheaper than than David Silva. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm just saying Raheem Sterling. You're saying that I'm loco crazy and that's fine. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying I'm I'm not disagreeing because I like David Silva as a player and I think that he could be he could do some things this week, especially with the double fiction. I think he's a sneaky, sneaky ownable guy this week. With his price tag being 8.6 and his ownership only at 2.3, uh, yeah, somebody's definitely going to maximize that and probably jump on it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, okay. So for the third one, if you had a gun to your head and you can only have one of these players this week, Eden Hazard, Lexis Sanchez, or Kevin De Bruyne? I'm I'm a very old-fashioned dude. We talked about this when I was actually there with you. Um, and I very much believe in the dance with the guy that brought you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm probably going with Alexis. He's been more frustrating lately. But I don't think ever in my history of playing fantasy I've had a captain pick reward me more frequently mm-hmm. than Alexis I has. I 100% um, agree. That, that, that stretch from like match week 8 to 20, like I just left it on him. The whole time. And what was it? He had like two or three matches over that period where he blanked. It yeah, was incredible. I, he went um, six, I think he went 16 matches where he didn't have a goal or an assist. Yeah. It was, it was just absolutely <laughs> terrific. And unfortunately, that carries weight for me. Um, mm-hmm. On form, it's De Bruyne. Uh, Hazard's last. Um, but I'm, I'm going to stick with Alexis. I know, I know he's the most expensive. And that's why... In a a weird masochistic part of me, even though I had the triple captain on him, wanted Alexis to not score today. Because that would have been the out I needed to be like, fine, I'll move on from this. Do De Bruyne and Hazard. Um, And the funny thing is, I did this week. That's the funny (laughs) thing. Yeah, I went from from Alexis to De Bruyne. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But yeah, for for me, and he's probably going to have my captain's band again uh, this week. Um, I'm I'm probably going to stick with Alexis, especially because of how close they are now. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. If they win their game in hand, they are one point behind Liverpool. And yep. all of a sudden, this Arsenal team that everybody was mocking weeks ago and was saying has no chance of getting Champions League, haha, you're in seventh, has a yeah. very real chance of getting into it. So of all these big teams with these massive players, um, like if Tottenham win at the weekend, oh, this is an interesting caveat that I didn't even write down. Um, if Tottenham win at the weekend, they're in second, regardless of what happens. Mm-hmm. So will they relax? Will they play some players that are in the shop window? If City win, they lock in third. Um, does that lock them in? Of of all these big clubs, of course, if Chelsea win, they win the title. Of all of these clubs, Arsenal are the ones that are pushing the most, that need yeah. to make up the most ground. So I, I also think Alexis is the most locked on to play both matches. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I just worry about the game being you know, basically two full days after they just played. <clears throat> that's yeah. the only thing I worry about. But we about. have seen insane crap like that from Alexis where oh, he got totally. like hurt for Chile, Chile, mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> the next day was like back in training for them and all the Arsenal fans were freaking out. I I, I do understand what you're saying, but his turnaround time is bonkers. Oh, I, I'm I'm not doubting that he does play. I'm just that's the oh, one thing. Oh, that, you're that, saying that, he might not be as effective just because he'll be on tired legs. Yeah, I, I think that's that's why I went from Sanchez to De Bruyne. I was worried about the, the, the turnaround time that – you know, if you're investing in that kind of player, you're going to want both games guaranteed. I, I'm not saying De Bruyne is guaranteed either because you never know what could happen. But. And De Bruyne is weirdly, De Bruyne has had a pretty crap year considering he's oh, top, of the, top of the assist table. But 
Yeah, and the funny thing is, the player that Kevin you mentioned before that we got kind of got burned last last year at this time, you know, waiting to use our chips and everything. Yeah. De Bruyne was my triple captain yeah. in the last week, and he killed me. Yeah, when it, when it was Olivier Giroud, it should have been Giroud. Three, yeah, I got was it, was it a hat trick against 50, Villa? Fifty one points. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that is pretty much insane. Um, but so yeah, I have Sanchez and De Bruyne. You went with Hazard and De Bruyne. Is where we landed yeah. on that. As, as a Chelsea yeah. fan, how how do you feel about that Hazard? I'm, ner- I'm I'm nervous about it, but you know what? I've had I've owned Hazard for like a while. So yeah. how do you feel about owned- Costa? Weirdly, nobody's really talking about Costa. Everybody's worried about Hazard, and I feel like that's because De Bruyne is the exact same price point. Well, but um, nobody's really talking about Costa up front. Yeah, I, and the funny thing is, Hazard should be everybody should be more worried about Hazard because you know the, of the 33 starts well, that are. he's made. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Out of the 33 starts he made this year, he's been subbed out 22 times. Yeah. He's only gone past 70 minutes. I think it was 14 times, and and that's and he was immediately subbed out like it, with before the 80th minute. Mm. So well, part of that fans, is when you have William and Pedro on the bench. <laughs> yeah, and Fabregas in most occasions. Yeah, it's as just well. ridiculous. So I mean, yeah, it, it's oh, it's, sorry, I, I hate to keep being my ADHD self here. But what about Fabregas? We'll get into him and when I do our start sets because I, I have some dynamite dynamite stuff for Foreshadowing. you. Foreshadowing. Gotcha. But, okay. uh, yeah. Cool. So why don't we take a break and then we'll come back with our start sits and maybe our teams. Sounds like a plan. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. All right, and we are back. To talk to you about our starts and sits. Full disclosure, <laughs> I usually write my notes out like a script. Rob makes fun of me for that. I've not done that this week. Loser! Um, <laughs> well, I, I honestly think that might be one of the reasons why this uh, particular episode has already been more conversational, as I'm less bullet pointing uh, in my head. But it's also why I'm so scattershot right now. <laughs> um, but... Uh, for my uh, forward that I'm going to start this week, I think it's Harry Kane again. He has the second most shots on target over the last five matches, and the chances have been there um, for him. There, He's also had a lot of just normal shots that haven't been on target of late. I think they'll start going in. I mean, the form that Christian Eriksen is in right now is just absolutely bonkers. With what Eriksen has been doing, and with uh, actually Ali was pretty disappointing against West Ham, but Eriksen had a pretty good match uh, even in that loss. Um, and I think all the only person that clearly benefits from that is Kane. And I think there's another sneaky thing in here, which is Rose is finally back in full training. It happened. We did it, guys. We out here. Re- squad. Re- rejoice. <laughs> right. Um, and I think that only, de- that only helps this attack, um, where Ben Davis has clearly been struggling. Um, <clears throat> if you could pick, kind of like you were giving me with those midfielders, if you could pick one double game week striker this week, who do you think is the best option? One double week guy, mm. uh, Kane. Yeah, Kane and then Jay- and Kane and then Jesus. Interesting. And then Costa or mm-hmm. okay, fair enough. Um, then in midfield, uh, I mentioned that I like Erickson a whole lot. Um, 
I'm definitely on board with getting him, but I think the problem is a lot of people still have Ali, and it's not worth it <laughs> to switch from one to the other. Um, but we all mentioned bringing him in this week. I think it's Kevin De Bruyne. You just have to. With a goal and four assists in his last five, um, you, you just have to love what he's been doing lately. He seems to have much better matches when Jesus is playing up front. I, mm. I'm not really sure why that is. And it'll be interesting next season to see if that bears out over a longer sample size. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mentioned at the start of the season that De Bruyne and, and Aguero kind of seem to be getting in each other's way. Of course, City playing quote-unquote a 4-3-3. There's a lot of weird, minute tactical things that Pep's doing in there. But um, it feels like De Bruyne is, has been mitigated a bit. His, his ability has been limited because, remember last year, he was largely playing on the quote-unquote wing, but was able to constantly drift inside and everything. But this year, he's really playing closer to a central midfielder. And I think that's really hurt him at times this year. But for some reason... When when Gabriel Jesus is in, it, it just kind of unlocks something for him. Um, obviously, Jesus is in line to to get the start probably in both of these, we would assume. Although Ike and Nacho may just come and ruin everything. And Pep loves ruining everything for fantasy fans. But I think De Bruyne is obviously um, somebody that everybody should be trying to get into their teams this week. <laughs> in defense, I put Otamendi. I, I think he's the only City player that absolutely plays um, in both of these matches. And the fact that it's against... Leicester away and West, sorry, they're, they are at home versus Leicester and West Brom. Um, I think that's the best double except for Chelsea. And as we mentioned, Chelsea may have a whole lot of rotational issues. Um, so yeah, I really like Odomendi at the back. And as I mentioned, Danny Rose is a sneaky one, but they're probably going to rotate them anyway. So not really worth doing unless you're like in a draft format where somebody dropped him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which case, be sure to go get him. But uh, as we mentioned earlier, Vertonghen is, is the clear lock to hold on to a spot in both of those. Toby probably as well. But Vertonghen has been getting off a weird amount of shots on target lately. Um, and uh, the analyst in me just says, eventually that'll regress to the mean. Eventually, one of those <laughs> will end up going into the back of the net. Uh, whether it does or not, who knows. But you'd assume on average. Yeah, um, yeah. Who do you have for yours? Well, I'll start in defense, and you mentioned Odomende, and I will go Vincent Company. Uh, Vincent Company is a bonus darling. The bonus system loves him. Uh, his price just went up. He's at 6.0 currently. Uh, City plays a different kind of team balance defense without him or with him in the t- in the lineup, and then there's no John Stones. Um, so, yeah, Vincent Company, 6.0. Look at the, what he's done in the last three games when he's been there. City is a completely different team with him playing and his forehead. Uh, through the midfield, um, you mentioned him, him and Fab- Eric Dyer with those Cro Magnon foreheads. Yeah, he's got a five head. It's not even a four; it's a five head. Uh, through the midfield, you mentioned Cesc Fabregas before, um, so I'm going to get into it here. Um, everybody's going to be crunched to get three Chelsea guys in. Um, I'm not saying it's the best tactic because there are rotational questions, but there's rotational questions for a lot of teams: Southampton, Arsenal. Uh, everybody probably has it. Every- everybody's going to do it. We just don't know who and what game. If it's going to be the first game or the second game, but so we're waiting. But Cesc Fabregas, I, I went, I went and did some research. His price is six point nine, ownership in two 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 point two percent of league. Okay, Kev, you ready for this? In the so, ten matches, that, in the ten matches that he's had seventy plus minutes, he has three goals and seventy seven assists. What? Three goals and seven assists in this he's ten. Played, in ten matches wow. that he's played seventy plus minutes. He has three goals and seven assists. That'll do. Wow. 
Uh, he's like he's a super effective, um, but the problem is it becomes a Chelsea crunch. Um, I I recommend still keeping a Chelsea defender. I, I know picking one is probably hard. I'm going to say Marcus Alonso because he's the best fantasy one there. Hmm. Um, you trust in Eden Hazard or Diego Costa this week. I understand the waning. But, you know, I could see just being completely, you know, obtuse and going a different direction and punting Hazard and going to Fabregas. I'm not saying either any of these guys get get both games. But, you know, Fabregas for, for the money at 6.9 is, is giving you a good bang for his buck. Uh, and in forward... Listen, everybody wants everybody wants two ten dot whatever you know midfielders, whether it be De Bruyne, Hazard, Sanchez, you know Ali is nine dot nine dot Everybody everybody wants and covets the high priced mid, midfielders. There's only one way to do that, and that's to be cheap, especially at forward. So Victor Inichibi, I love you, I heart you at four dot three. Sunderland has two fixtures. I know they're not the best fixtures. I know Sunderland has nothing truly really to play for, but. I, I I don't know why. I feel a victory needs to be something this week. I know he plays Swansea at home, and he plays Arsenal on the road, and then he played Chelsea on the road. Uh, you're probably not really counting him in week 38. But for the double game week, at 4.3, for someone who's who's been playing, you know, basically all the time over the last five weeks, I know he hasn't gotten anything besides a yellow card and minutes. But that's that's all I'm saying is you're basically trying to save <laughs> save money to buy someone else, and Victor Nietzsche is that saving point. So, so why, why why you got love for Nietzsche, but you got to hate my Vokes call though? What do you mean? Because Nietzsche plays two games. Yeah, but they're not good. Doesn't matter. Neither Sam Vokes. He wouldn't be playing for Burnley if he was any good. He is. Wait, huh? What? Oh, I see what you're saying. No. Well, that's just rude. Yeah, that's just rude. <laughs> so that's just like. Your opinion, man. It's just like your opinion, and I'm not going to listen to it because I have my own opinion about things. So uh, <laughs> on, on to my sits. Uh, we mentioned him. We hate him, even though we kind of liked him over some of the other choices this week. But it, it's Manolo Gabbiadini. I don't trust Southampton offense. There's a reason they haven't scored in three weeks, and it's because they suck at putting the ball in the net and moving it forward. Um, so we're going to continue with the Southampton love fe- hate fest in a second because my midfielder sit of the week is Nathan Redmond at five dot nine. Is that oh still owned in seven point six? How deeply perturbed are you that his price went up? Yeah, it, it's crazy. I don't understand what people why oh oh he's being subbed on. I trust him now. Then no, it's stupid. Uh, he hasn't done anything all year. He's the new. He is this year's Ross Barkley for me. <laughs> Last year, Ross Barkley was you know just awful and the bane of my existence. <laughs> Ethan Redmond this year, I was so heavily invested in him in multiple formats, and he just completely burned me. Um, and Southampton is just doing nothing, even with their double game week, even with the enticingness of their fixtures. Uh, I, I don't buy it at five point nine. I get people why bringing him in. People are bringing him in because he ha- he has a name that people recognize and like. Wow, Nathan Redmond's five point nine. Okay, maybe I'll do that. No, you're being an idiot. Don't do it. <laughs> on, on defense, uh, Arsenal defenders. I, I don't. I don't trust it at all. I know really? they have two. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I'm um, call me crazy. Call me stupid. I. I just can't lock in because I. I feel like there's going to be a bad rotational thing. There's probably only one guy that that'll be nailed on the entire time, and I think it's Rob Holding. Yeah, me too. everybody. Else, everybody else. Bellerin showed his face today. Koscielny is eh. Gabriel eh. Monreal, eh. You know, I, I wouldn't pay the money to have a, a, an Arsenal defender above 4.1, and that's what Rob Holding is. So, I mean, if you're going to invest, invest cheap and do, do it with Rob Holding at 4.1. Mm. 
But I don't trust Arsenal defenders this week, even with a defender, uh, a double a double game week. But whatever, you know, you kind of have to because you kind of got to go with the lemmings and jump off the cliff with everybody else and follow <laughs> your fantasy fate to the bottom of the ocean. Tell me how you really feel. I will say though that they've played much better since moving to three at the back, even though it's been a stupid three at the back. You know what? I had a car that was cool like that, but I only I can only fit two in the back because they were fat. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Um, <laughs> um, I uh, I'm sitting Lukaku up front. His his being sold totally makes sense. No goals in the last three matches. Only two shots on target per match over that stretch. Um, and so I totally get why people are, are shipping out. And with only the two matches left um, for him, I I get it uh, through largely no fault of his own. Also, would not be stunned if he scores against Watford. By the way, um, but yeah, it, it's just. Doesn't seem to be happening for him at the moment. Everton can't really go either direction at this point. Um, so they're just kind of in that weird purgatory where their season's basically over, but they still have to keep going out there. Um, I will say, I'm, I'm curious to get your take on this as well in real football. It's starting to weirdly feel like Lukaku might actually be there next year. After like a month ago, nobody thought that. Where, where do you think he'll end up? Um, it de- It really depends on if... He lowers his demands, and Everton kind of raises their money value. Their I think they'll, I think there's a there's a comfortable meeting ground in between, and I think that's the only that's the only thing that's that's keeping it from happening. Uh, you know, he wanted I, I don't remember what it was I know it was in the twos, and I think Everton came back with one forty. So I mean, like there's 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 meat there's meat on the bone there that they can meet in the middle and and, and do something. Listen. Lukaku is still a young man. He still has tons of football to play ahead of him. You know, he he's shown that he can do it in the top flight of English football, and he's going to continue to do it for at least the next couple of years. Um, does he deserve a raise? Absolutely. Does he deserve what he's probably asking for? No, nobody deserves that. Look <laughs> at what Ibrahimovic is making this year. He made three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars a week. That's crazy. It's a crazy amount of money. It is. It's very, very much <laughs> a lot of money. Um, <clears throat> in the midfield. I'm uh, benching Hazard. Uh, I do not think he plays both matches, uh, and he's he's been uh, not lately. It was just really the last match that really turned me off him. But I've been burned by Hazard so many times before. Like a lot of people have joked on Twitter with the picture of um, <laughs> just Hazard fading away every time he's in somebody's team. But for his price point, um, two goals and one assist over five matches just isn't good enough for me. Yeah, uh, and he- if he was, if he was definitely playing both. I would have held on to him, but I, I don't think he does. And you said even you may be surprised as well because you've got Willian right there. Like it's not like this is insane to say because of how good Eden Hazard is, but the drop off from Hazard to the replacements of either Willian or Pedro is not far. Um, Especially going crazy. against who they're playing. Look at their playing. You know, Westbrook exactly. and Watford. Um, what would be crazy is if you somehow drew or lost to West Brom and the title race wasn't done. Um, well, no, it's it. Well, oh, a draw Spurs, does it, right? No, I think it does. A draw do it as long as Spurs draws. Well, that that's the, that was the whole key because uh, Leicester plays uh, what do you call it? Spurs in the last week, and that's last last year Chelsea tied Spurs to let uh, what do you call it win? To or Leicester. no Spurs? Yeah, whatever. Chelsea drew with Tottenham, which gave Leicester the title. Leicester on the day they weren't even yeah, playing. That's it. So now Leicester's going to tie Spurs to give. Chelsea the win, regardless. Well, that would just be very, very rude. <laughs> also, you should already have it wrapped up by next Thursday. If you win against West Brom, it's over. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But anyway, um, so yeah, Hazard is is a defender I'm definitely avoiding. Um, for or sorry, midfielder <laughs> uh, for defenses that I don't really like this week. Um, I don't know, man. That, that Bournemouth Burnley match looks like an annoying one one. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I, I don't you're, know. The, so you're many. Not, of these you're not f- owning them though. You're not gonna. You shouldn't be That's owning. True. That's true. So so of just double game week teams, then um, I West actually Brom, like a lot of Watford, them. West Brom, Watford, Watford. Yeah, yeah, but. Those are pretty blatantly obvious, and most people don't own them. Any well, I guess I guess people are still owning some West Brom defenders. I guess Sunderland. If you're lazy, you still have like Macaulay in there, right? But my point is, you kind of to your point as well. You shouldn't be owning <laughs> those people to begin Spurs. with. Spurs. Who, who's um, going to own a Spurs defender? <laughs> I know they're only the best defense in the league and have the most clean sheets. But aside from that, what I mean, does that get you? Second place. All right, settle down, man. Um, <laughs> All right, uh, who are you? Oh, I guess we kind of both already talked about our teams. Well, who, what other moves are you looking at making this week? I've already gone through all of my permutations. Yeah, um, I'm probably gonna bring. I, I'm probably gonna bring in Vincent Company only because I'm stupid and a big dumb idiot. Um, I'm also <laughs> I'm also big ben, uh, bench boosting. Um, you know, I just did I just did my wild card and I'm gonna take a minus only because I hate that these dudes' faces on my team right now. They suck. I'm tired of looking at them. Um, <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. My team's garbage. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm probably going to do one more move. I don't know what it is. I may do two more moves. Who knows? I may just, I'm going to buy another wild card. I don't even. <laughs> I don't oh, even snap. Know. You're, you're crazy for this one, Jay. Hove. Yeah. Going to learn today. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, what is, so what, do you, what are your, give me your top three captain's choices of the week. Not on your team, just in general. Oh, well, I think I have all the players that I want on my team this week. Um, like I said, I'm I might just leave it on Alexis Stoke and Sunderland. Mm-hmm. Man, neither of them can defend for crap. Um, yeah. Obviously, like that. Do not love the Kane against Manchester United matchup, which is why I'm not heavily leaning that way. Costa against West Brom and Watford, but you know West Brom on their day can just be annoying as annoying. crap. Annoying. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think the three obvious ones this week are Sanchez, De Bruyne, and Costa, and I think currently I'm leaning Alexis. Yeah, that's a good call. I'm I've transferred out Sanchez for De Bruyne, so I'm although any with, any thoughts from you on captaining goalkeepers? I don't know if you saw three of the ooh. highest uh, triple captains yeah, that were used Fraser this week. Forster. Was yeah, because Jack he saved Forster and uh, De Gea. Well, because he, he saved the penalty, so yep. it's it's you know, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna captain if you're gonna captain a goal if you're gonna you know captain a goalie, it's got to be Courtois. I mean, he has the best two matchups, I think. Mm. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, check check wouldn't be a bad shout again. No, absolutely not. Sunderland, so if you forget to do your roster and you had check last week and you do it this week, you're going to be like, what, what, hap- what happened? <laughs> Great. How do I get all of these points? <laughs> I got a, do I get a free concussion helmet too? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who's to say? Yeah. Who's to say if I've been changed for the better? But because I knew you, I've been changed for good. Oh, oh boo. <laughs> uh, a little, start- little, little bit of a wicked reference in there. Don't worry about it. Uh, we're we're pretty cool over here. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, no. If you're making a transfer, make sure it's a double game week guy. That's it. Believe in yourself. Follow your dreams. Don't let your dreams be dreams. You know. No, dreams shouldn't be dreams. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am yeah. I to disagree? Um, not Annie Lennox. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, fair enough. All right, uh, Rob. Why don't you tell the folks where they can get at you? Uh, you can find me on that, that Twitter machine uh, at Smokey underscore Lugie. Uh, you can find all my writings on Razzball. That's R-A-Z-Z-B 
A-L-L dot C-O-M. Uh, and you can find me on this podcast, and you can find me and Kevin on our DFS show on VIPbet.com. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably lurking somewhere around a sports bar or somewhere where they have a nice pint of Guinness. <laughs> Fair enough. Hand pumped, I assume. Um, I am uh, Kevin DeVries, at KevRuff on Twitter. Uh, we obviously boast, both host this show. We boast also, also to be fair. Um, we boast a lot. We <laughs> boast a lot. Constantly. We're never not boasting. Always be boasting. <laughs> we're that's, excessive boasters. That's what I always say. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're on this. We're on the VIP Bet show. Uh, I also write for Gold.com, so be sure to check all that stuff out. Also, Always shout out to the Eagles. Oh, I think we're also back on All in Sports Talk now. I don't know. Uh, I don't That's know. confusing. I'm, I've, I know we're on, we've we've been on that for for like the whole year, and I've I've every time I tune in there, I've never heard us. Yeah. Well. So. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe tune in and maybe hear us. If not, they have some other stuff. Although I think it is all soccer now as well. Who knows? But anyway, uh, thanks so much for listening. Go Penguins, hopefully. Um, we'll see how this game goes. I fear it's not going to go well, having tossed away a 3-1 lead. And it is the sports year of getting uh, losses after 3-1 leads in the seven-game series. But uh, good luck to you at the weekend. Good luck to the Penguins tonight. And we hope you keep listening. Peace. Peace.